SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. My name is Matt Bertram, your digital marketing strategist. Strategist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 441. And as always, we have a... Uh, well, let's see. Well, that review is an old... Oh, there we go. It's in the wrong spot. Woo! Okay. So we'll figure this We're out. Live. As always, we have a tip from our previous podcast. And that tip is... There are special words for title tags that are associated with better rank. Learn them and use them. Yes. Last <laughs> time we covered words that you should use in your title tags that are associated with those sites that have better rank. Yeah. You should learn them. And you should use them. And you should use and them. And you should put them at the front of your title tag and yeah. typically the first three to five words. Just an example. Just, I don't know, like free, best. Those are a couple best examples. Best SEO podcast. You need to say that at the beginning of, <laughs> of the podcast. The podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe. Follow. Boom. <laughs> All right, as always, we have a review. Also, as always, we have a review. This one is from Brian Goldsmith. Punch in the face to you. Yeah. He's actually a longtime client. He says, they are the best at what they do. eWeb has helped us from creating our website and building our SEO to all our social media. Uh, Brian, punch in the face yeah. to you. We really appreciate you as a, as a customer and friend. Um, hey, if you've been to this podcast... Oh, wait. Please remember, we are filming live here in Houston, Texas, and Matt and I, we are your Results Rebels! And uh, if you've returned, it's probably for tips and tricks that you can get. If you'd like more tips and tricks, you can get those. Uh, For example, five online marketing mistakes that can take your business and how to avoid them, you can go to eWebResults.com slash... SEO tips. SEO tips. Boom! That's nice and easy. If this is the first time you've listened to the podcast... Howdy, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, Again, if you've been here before, you know what we're about to skip. Uh, We run a contest each and every podcast, and the way the contest works is if we get 10 shikos. A share, a like, or a follow. If we get 10 of those, by the way, when you're doing them, you hear a sound in the back of your head, and it's like, shikow! If we get 10 shikos and we get a review, then we move the information where we tell you how to connect with us and leave reviews to the end of the podcast. Boom, it's at the end of the podcast. Um, teaser article. This is going to be good. This article is SEO for web designers. Yes. What you should know. Um, web design is obviously incredibly important to having a presence on the web uh, on the internet. <laughs> and uh, and SEO is an important part of being able to be found. And so those people who are doing uh, the web design for you should have at least some fundamental uh, understanding of SEO. And we're going to jump into that. Well, and I, I think it's important to know when you're talking to people in the industry, Chris, yep. and you can kind of speak to this a little bit, is when you're building a new website for somebody or when you're looking for a new website, if you're out there searching for uh, web design companies, uh, taking your existing content and putting it in a new format is usually the standard option for yep. web design. Right. Adding content is kind of additional or extra or yep. a bonus if you're you know paying more money for a website. And then SEO is typically not done on the back end of the website from filling out everything that's technical. Yep. And that's another kind of component. So it's important when you're looking or educating you on looking for a web design company, ask those questions. Ask the right questions. Right. What are they doing? Are they just transferring the content yeah. into a, a better format and it looks nice? Are they adding additional content for you or generating that content? And then are they doing the SEO on it? So those are kind of three different components. And I think it's really important to know when you're looking for websites to, to understand that. So, and, and one of the things that we like to ask, absolutely true, and one of the things we like to ask is, 
when it comes to kind of choosing who's going to design your website and maybe who's going to do your SEO, uh, we ask this question. If, if you hire somebody to make a great website and they do, and, and in reality what that means is your friends, family, good customers, they like your website. Right? Or designers, fancy, fancy designers, real pretty if, websites. If, if that, so they say they create a website that, that you like, right, and that's good. And you hire another company to send lots of traffic to that website, be it SEO or PPC or maybe some social media traffic. Uh-huh. And, and they actually send lots of traffic to your website. So you got a great website, you got lots of traffic to your website, but you're not getting any business. We ask this question, who do you fire? <laughs> well, I think it's really important to understand the optimization, the conversion optimization when you're looking at a website. Yep. So uh, web designers need to understand te- uh, principles. And that's why what I think that's what we're going yeah, yeah. to cover for SEO, like as building out the right structure, right. but also looking at uh, high converting websites that it's not just a uh, pretty business card right, or, right. or flyer online. It actually helps you transact business. And so those fundamental concepts need to be incorporated into it. You can still make the website look really pretty, but there's things you need to incorporate to make Google happy and to make the visitors happy and to make you happy ultimately to generate more leads online. I think that that component of the the conversion optimization, the usability of the website is a component that people forget about, right? And and SEO, you know, has a broad terminology, but they have to scoop into that. But then also the web designer has to kind of, it's just like sales and marketing. Where do those points meet and cross over? Right. I think that that's... And and if if at any point are they mutually exclusive. And, And so what we say is that a good web designer should listen to this podcast uh, they should, this specific podcast, they should understand the fundamentals that we're talking about. And, and at, a, at, a, at a very core level, they're at a disadvantage from a company like ours, right? Because we're not just creating the website or the landing pages or optimizing the graphical user interface. We're also driving the traffic and then more importantly, having conversations with our customers on a month over month or week over week basis. What that does is we've got a feedback loop. So you could listen to this podcast or read an article about great web design and it could say, hey, green is the right color to use for buttons. Well, okay, we're reading that same article. We're testing and measuring it. Uh And because we have the feedback loop, not only with the traffic, but also with the customer, we actually know what works for delivering business. So what just one really real life example that uh, I ran across By yesterday. By the way, this is the lo- longest segue <laughs> into what we're about to talk about in history. But yes, go. And we have a deadline that we need to get to. <laughs> yeah. So so this is great. So essentially, we have a client. Yep. Okay. Just launched a new website. We designed it. Fully optimized. Full package website. Yep. Um, he went from no traffic on his website before. Right. To in SEM Rush over 600. I think it's 600 and... 0.7 or $6,700 per month of value of, of, of Google ad spend, right? right? Equivalent, equivalent, right. like, because we, we oh, know right. what we're, we know what we're doing. We built the website optimized for SEO and you can just see it. It's just like this huge boom, yeah. this huge pop. And that's, that's really the advantage of getting an SEO company that does web design to design your website yep. or understand the concepts. That is exactly right. Hey, we have t-shirts available. You can get those at eWebResults.com slash 
Swag! Woo! Swag! All right, let's jump in this because yeah, we're, we're running out of time. We're going to run out of time. We've got about uh, less than 15 minutes. So uh, SEO for web designers, what you should know. Uh, a great website is a powerful combination of quality content, appropriate web design, ample SEO efforts, and marketing. I would say that really those are kind of separate. They should be, I would say internet marketing is a great website, um, appropriate web design, ample SEO efforts, and marketing. Like that's great internet marketing. A web design is just a website. But the Venn you know. diagram analogy works here yeah. too. Uh, web design and SEO go hand in hand. Yeah, they do at our company and both play a part in developing an SEO optimized website. You can go hire people who just design websites and, and that's really what I think Oh, well, that's what we're going to turn this article into. So here are things that really an SEO, uh, a web designer should understand from an SEO perspective. And that's the structure. Now, there's two kinds of structure. There's the structure as it relates to the visitor to make sure it's easy for the visitor yeah. to find things. Yeah. Um, and then there's the structure as it relates to uh, search engines. Yes. And really, they're pretty similar. Yes. Um, uh, you know, you just want to be able to get to... Uh, the pages that are of importance really quickly and easily. Uh, in the case of SEO, you, you know, a sitemap helps take care of some of that. And he says, as a general rule, pages should be no deeper than four clicks from the whole page. Yeah, and I would just say when you're looking at the SEO standpoint, think hyperlocal SEO. Right. Uh, think about like a water and a Coke, like yep. right, right, Coke, water, or oil, vinegar, whatever. Right. You you mix them. Right. Right. It dilutes whatever the purity is the flavor right. of of what it is. So if you're trying to rank for a certain keyword, have a page. All about that keyword. That one keyword. Right. right? Yeah. So, so the more hyper local, that's kind of the term that you can do, or the hyper focused that you can do, the more benefit you're going to get from SEO. See, we just can't talk about yeah. web design without really incorporating yeah. how the content is going yeah. to affect your SEO yeah. and impact your internet marketing yep. and uh, uh -huh. your end results. Uh, the next thing is a compulsion of responsive, mobile-friendly web design. Uh, mobile traffic as a share of global traffic is going to increase in 2017. It was 52%. Uh, that means every web designer needs to get to the fact that mobile-friendly websites is here. Uh, not to mention the fact that there's mobile-first indexing now, yes. um, which I'm surprised they didn't mention. I don't know when this this article was written in October. So, um, yeah, there's actually one uh, uh, commenter on this ar article who was uh, um, just a smidge critical. And I would say that uh, one of the critical pieces that they left out is like, how come you didn't mention mobile-first indexing? And that's how important... Uh, mobile design. Is. Yeah, I mean, you really got to look at on different devices. There's tools out there that help you to look at what it is. Yep. When it comes to mobile, I, I think it's really great. Above the fold, you have a call to action, lead capture, some trust building, yep. and uh, maybe a statement that captures everything in the first five seconds that people know where they're at and they're why at the they're right there. Yeah. And and to be able to easily get in contact. I love with your them. analogy of yeah. hey, you got to pretend somebody's just dropped in the desert and they have <laughs> no idea which direction to go, north, south, east, west, whatever, and you got to have the right signs to get to the roadmap so that they can stay that they go and stay yeah. on your you definitely your don't want them hitting that back button yeah right even navigation wise you want them to hit the logo or the home button something because if they hit back google dings you every time they hit back yep so and they're gone yeah uh image optimization is crucial uh, crucial so from a web design perspective you know you've got the aesthetics associated with an image uh what images are going to be engaging what images are appropriate for your target market so it's important to understand your target market and what images are going to clip art's not so good yeah yeah uh optimize uh, optimizing and choosing images is a must because large images can slow down so yeah you need to optimize them <laughs> um <laughs> 
because that'll help your website. Well, site speed too, right? Go so, faster. So, well, well, you can also have uh, the recall rate on those images. Right. Recall stuff at the top first, right. or, or or download it where it's kind of fuzzy. Yeah. Right before it makes it fully clear to have it download faster. And that's one of the, and we'll get into that, that's one of the critiques is like, hey, there's a big difference in terms of um, optimization speed of how quickly can you start interacting the website versus the total load time. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you want to shrink images too. So there's for there's sure. there's definitely... All of yeah, these are valuable, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, speed optimization of the website, web developers and designers are kind of always on call. Sometimes you got to make some fast changes and he says sometimes those website, and he may be kind of introspective on this one or she, right? This is a Pawana. Well, I think I think cache really important, yep. right? Even like so, the two. By the way, one time my brother, uh, I said cache, and my brother was. Like, I know Excuse that. Excuse me, I, it's cache. That yeah, was my brother. I know, and, I, but he's at Red Hat, and he doesn't even do web stuff. So I, yeah. I, I can't get that word right. Cache. Just think cache. Cache. I'll save you cache. Like, uh, often avoid so so those web designers in the middle because they're making changes avoid the optimization process. Uh, a website that takes two to three seconds to load can face, and this is absolutely true, can face higher abandonment uh, rates as compared to others. I think over three seconds is kind of the terminology painful, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at, yep. right? 20% each second after that. Yep. Uh, next, using the right tools. So he uses GT metrics. That's actually really about load speed. So if you think, uh, you think these last three, image, site speed, and now tools includes GT metrics, um, that's about site speed. He also gave responsive web design testing. Uh, and Screaming Frog SEO, which is Love a spider tool. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a really great tool. So um, that was it. That's really quick. And now I want to talk about what Linden. So Linden, you know, you know when you read comments sometimes, sometimes they're just so bad. You're like, who is this idiot, right? Who is this moron? And I want to This is Dark Vader. Yeah. This is Dark then Vader. Then other times you're like, these comments are actually so smart. I this, want to figure out who this person this guy is. This guy knows what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. This yeah. guy knows what he's talking about. I'm not about, saying so. the article is bad. Like, I really don't want to knock it to say the article is bad. I, I actually think all the stuff is pretty... It, it is very it, salient, it, it, very good. Yeah. And then Linda really just goes in and says, look, you, you, you really missed a whole lot of stuff. Um, and I start off, I'm going to, I want to give this, preface this with, with how brutally it is. He says, no offense, but I'm left with two distinct impressions. Number one, you don't build websites. <laughs> and number two, you don't do much in regards to load speed. I think that's a little harsh. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. I don't, I don't think he's meant to be a troll here. Yeah. I, I think he just is passionate about it. And again, and has a lot to offer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think the article's okay. I mean, maybe not. Uh, right up there on Search Engine Journal, and yeah. just but but you want to go into a little more detail. That was another comment that said, "Hey, this could be on a local blog, maybe uh, not Search yeah, Engine yeah, Journal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, uh, "So first, site structure." Um, he's interested in the four clicks. He says he's only heard it references three clicks, that all major pages should be uh, accessible within three clicks. I think uh, the shorter the better, actually. Yeah. Um, he says something along the lines, images aren't render blocking, so <laughs> it's, that, it's not that images stop you from being able to see stuff. Large images can result in longer page load times. That's true, uh, but they should have little impact on perceived load or usable load in terms of when they can start interacting with the website. Yeah. This is, you kind of alluded to this, this is, is is how you manage how the page loads. The recalls, yeah. Uh Responsive and mobile friendly. I love this. He says, surely it should be mobile first. Failing that, go with mobile friendly. 
Failing that, go with responsive. Failing that, get a new designer. <laughs> That's just how the, the simple truth uh, is uh, as you're optimizing, if you're, especially if you're using uh, responsive as you're optimizing for mobile, it's also for desktops because uh, most browsers just pull down all information. Yeah. Um, he talks about speed optimization. Uh, yeah. The two to three second things, again, is, is kind of overrated. Really, they're referencing a two to three seconds to get something loaded that the user can recognize and start interacting with. That's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, I still would optimize for overall page speed. Um, yes. But, you know, if you're, you're able to have the user interact. I mean, the, oh. big, the big thing to avoid. This guy's got a lot of comments. The big thing to avoid <laughs> is that, that bounce rate that you mentioned yeah. earlier. Because that's going to ding you in terms of the search results of Google sees uh, those bounces. Next was SRC set, right? This bit lets you define. So this is just one of the commands you can use HTML. It lets you define multiple images of different dimensions in DPI so the browser can load the best one based on the resolution DPI of your current computer installation. So you might have uh, a, you might have images available at a much higher DPI and therefore a much higher uh, download um, um, weight, if you will, and so you can have multiple versions, and, and if your computer recognizes, I don't know, that you're on an older I, uh, iPad, then go ahead and pull down a lesser image, take, take yeah. less bandwidth. It was like the phone that would go on the 2G versus yeah. the 5G. Yeah. 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 Uh, file types, so different types of images have file formats that may serve better, so a photo as a JPEG, yes. a simple block, colors as a PNG. Um, and then there's also a WebP for Chrome. And then um, label those properly with target keywords. Yep. Yeah. SEO. Then, yeah, I'm just going to yeah. insert a little SEO in there. Uh, yep. He's got DAT URIs. Uh, you didn't, you mentioned, he's asking, why didn't you mention DAT URIs for certain images in the design CSS? Sure, they add a little bit of total file size, about 30%, but if you can incorporate them directly into that HTML file or the CSS file, uh, then there's going to be some speed benefits because there's one less request. Mm -hmm. uh, anytime you're getting a, a less, lesser server request, it's going to be better. In fact, if you've ever run, hey, how do I speed up my website? One of the things they talk about is, hey, consolidate how many JavaScripts you have, consolidate how many images you have, uh, and so one yep, less yep, request yep. is better. Mm -hmm. uh, CSS sprites, that's actually where you can take one image and you actually compose that image with multiple images and then you reference the sections on that, that uh, agglomerated image uh, and, and so what it does is it reduces the number of, of requests. Yep. Um, and then he also talks about images as fonts, uh, uh, icon fonts, and then SVGs, scalable vector graphics, which are really simple graphics that when you make them bigger and smaller, uh, they are, they're scalable. So, and then he jumps into compression. I didn't want to get into all of this, but he talks about you know gzip and how you could compress all your text. You compress compress your images mm -hmm. as well as possible. And then you know, in hindsight, as I was going through this, uh -huh. yeah, they didn't mention titles and descriptions. If you're doing web design, like. At least throw in a title and description, right? Even if you aren't, you know, highly qualified to identify the right keywords and then put in the title and description that's going to be best for, from an SEO perspective, at least get them in there. Uh, and we'll click, kind of flow through this really quick. Schema markup. Yes. You don't do have it. to do it, but it's good for you your click-through rate in SERPs. Uh, socialization. Like, as you're designing, you should make it easy for people to interact with you socially. Social shares. Yeah. How about search engine friendly URLs? Uh, duh. 
<laughs> accessible and crawlable. So Does he say from, that? Yeah. He says, possibly one of the most talked about on-site factors for SEO. You didn't even touch it. It's oh, I thought, engine he, from the I thought he said, duh. Oh, no. That was you. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> okay. That was me. I, I kind of jumped on the... I was uh, like, dang. <laughs> yeah, it, it, pile <laughs> on. Pile on. No. I jumped on the Linden bag right in there. Um, right. Most important factors, you got to be crawlable, and you probably have to have your robot text files. Um, he talks about HTTP 1, HTTP 2, yeah. and yeah. HTTPS, of course. That's you get important. a little bump from yeah. search. Yeah. Uh, and then 404 resources, uh, which is probably yeah. important to a, a lesser degree. Uh, I'm going to give a punch in the face to Pawan and to Lyndon, yes. uh, by the way, because the those that additional information is worth it. I thought it was good, yeah. Lyndon, if you if you uh, connect with us, yeah, like reach out to us. We'll we'll send you a t-shirt. We'll send you a free t-shirt. <laughs> we got a whole collection of t-shirts. You can find them at ewebresults.com slash swag. In fact, we should send him an email if we can figure out how to get a hold of him and let him know he can. He have needs a the Dark Vader one, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The rank May be the with rank be with you. Yeah. Alright, so if you like this podcast, we're gonna ask you to do one simple thing, and that is to share that with three people. Uh, you can do that later. <laughs> we gotta go. If you wanna grow your business with the largest seamless marketing tool on the planet, the internet, call EWAP results for So if you would like a transcript, audio, or video of this podcast, you can get it at ewebresults.com. We're the number one podcast because of all y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Punch in the face to you. We really appreciate you. Punch in the face. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Matt Bertram. Bye-bye for now. now.